Hello, family and friends. I'm Coke Robinson, mother, wife, and CEO. Question, do you understand how important faith is and how it affects your everyday life, being a parent, spouse, and entrepreneur? This podcast teaches you how to stand on your faith, forgiveness, breaking generational curses, healing, and growing in your spiritual walk into all that God has called you to be. Join me as I invite you to take a journey of healing and staying firm on your faith while being an entrepreneur. Also, I've invited some friends to come along and share their inspirational journeys as well. So, welcome to Heavy on the Faith Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to Heavy on the Faith podcast. Please follow the show on Instagram and use the hashtag Heavy on the Faith pod whenever you discuss the show, because I definitely want to hear your thoughts and opinions. Don't forget to follow and also share the show with your family and friends. Until next time, stay heavy. So, yeah, like, I had to literally, girl, go to therapy for the lady to tell me that it was, you know, I was raped by a whole woman, a a woman, because I didn't understand. But that, she told me something that kind of blew me away, too, because I was always talking about me and me having me and best friends and all that stuff. And I never knew why that I didn't have female friends. Yes, I did not trust females based Mm -hmm. off of me being molested by one when I was younger and she it was actually rape she was like trying to put stuff up there put her hands up there stuff up there everything like she was way older than me people are so out of control and I was so six I was six years old why a six, six year old like yes. what about a six year old that you want but that's where forgiveness comes from yeah even God in the way he looks you have to forgive them because True. it has happened to yeah. them Mm-hmm. That's how deep you have to go with forgiveness. Like yes. you gotta think about. I gotta think about them. And what? Why I gotta think about what she went through and she inflicted this on me. Yes. But it is. But you know what's so crazy? Yeah. Because the person that did it, she was getting abused at home all the time, and by her stepdad and her mom and her dad did drugs and stuff. And they would like, girl, it's so deep. I don't want to get off into and they it, but inflicted it on you. Yes. And it was just like. I did not think that that was that, you know, nobody ever said no girl supposed to touch you. No, I, they didn't even talk to us about stuff like that. Like it was like, a, you know, I, I didn't get that talk that a lot of like, I didn't even talk to my kids till they was to something happened to my daughter. And that's when I had to really talk that's to my kids. Because it's so fragile. Yes, it's, it's, it is. It it's is. Like, you it's like, I don't want to do that. Focus on it so early. Yeah. But. The, especially these damn babies. Yeah, just honey, listen. you Don't need to you be talking that too, honey. Nobody yes. should touch you. No <laughs> woman, child, mama, daddy, whoever. Like, and nothing. I was told I had ego eyes, and I do because I know, like, because sometimes kids do things unknowingly, mm-hmm. and then they see nobody paid attention. Then they might do it again. Yeah. Then it becomes like, oh well, it's not, and you be so mad, but. We don't pay attention enough. Either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, then it becomes something that they start doing. Mm-hmm. 
and not thinking it's bad because I never got in trouble for it. I never told it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's really bad. And then they really looking at us like, why are you beating on me? And I'm not doing nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. So when I see stuff, cut it. Yeah. Now, I'm so like, I get so in the uproar about it because yeah. it ain't right. And it's just like, no, and no, you're not going to do that. Nope. I know that's nobody. right. No, don't do yes. that. No, 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 no. I don't even like kids to be in the yeah. room with grownups. Like, if I don't know them and somebody come over, we got company, uh-uh, take them in the room. Yeah. Because kids do, kids do, like, like kids innocent things. Yeah. I'm Girl, the total I, I, My mind will not let me rest not knowing what's going on in that room. And we can be yeah. talking. I'd be like, Coke, you got to open that door. You got to let some kids out. <laughs> and you'll be really looking at me. But it's though. nothing personal. It's simply because it. I've been a kid in that room yeah. getting touched on and they were just out there chilling. Because as y'all go upstairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. And I will be sitting up under my mom. Because you know what? Me. That happened to me. That's how it happened to me. Our parents having parties, sending us all in a room together to the point to where, girl, so much stuff happened in those rooms with us kids. To where it will blow them. If we was to tell them parents right now today, because we grown, not y'all can't whoop our butts. But if we was to tell them what happened in some of those rooms that they but put us in, yeah. you never came to check. You yeah. never bust in a room. You y'all would always call us. Come on, come downstairs. No, mm-hmm. you should have just been Went up, up there and busting in a room and seeing what we doing. Because one, why the door closed? Exactly. Why y'all quiet? Oh my, that goodness. stuff bothers me. Yeah. I can't deal with it. I be a Girl. nervous wreck. Then people be looking at me like, girl, they good. No, they not. Mine ain't good. <laughs> you I'm can checking tell mine on mine. I'm sit right here. Yes. Y'all come sit. I got to see you. Because you got to understand kids so innocent. And then they go off of things like they see on TV, stuff like that. Like environment wise, like I said, I watched somebody in my life have sex right in front of me. Yeah. So, you know, all those things, like those things affects, affect kids in a lot of ways, you know, even. Mm-hmm. And it affects you still as an adult, you know. Cause there's some things that I just be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like I'm big on my kids have to have their own space. I lived a double life with my son. I did. I was just like the perfect mom. So like, soon as he leave, I just was did everything <laughs> I might have wanted to do all yeah. week, but I didn't want him to see you to like see that. It. And see, so that's a, yeah. I let I gotta let my kids see it. All. And now that I'm older, I'm he know. Yeah. You know, but it's like he can't really say, well, my mama do this. My mama be doing this. Yeah. I can't say that about my mama. Mm-hmm. You know, I seen a picture of my mom with a cigarette in her hand. I then lost my mind. I said, what is what? You what smoked? She said, yeah. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. But like I say, everybody, that she respected us enough. Yeah. I got to read some from your book since we on the sex subject. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you said the first time I had sex, I felt, I felt terrible afterwards. I immediately regretted my decision and wished I had waited. I was pressured into doing something that I wasn't ready for with a man who wanted a virgin. Mm-hmm. Well, I realized that after we were done. And I was just, I, you know, when you watch, like, after females be having sex, you know how you, you know how they act at school. Yeah. It's like you yeah. just promoting, <laughs> I had sex. <laughs> like, yes. So I'm just going to be looking at them like, why do they change when they have sex? Like, is yeah. it that you just want every boy to know, like, you had sex? It's, or I just didn't You know, know what? It's I feel like you lose your kid eyes. It's it, like you want to be grown. That's why they okay. tell, like, you know, I didn't have sex. My first time having sex, I got pregnant my first time having Girl. sex. So it was just like, I didn't even have, like, 
the talks, none of that. So I was just like, mm, you I know. I was just always told on how to be. But I was scared of sex. Let me know this. And it's just like, yeah, I was pressured into mm-hmm. having sex. Um, somebody just said they're trying to just go. And it was like, oh, just go. It was one of those moments. It was yeah. not a, I'm in love with you and I feel like we need to share. I ain't know nothing about that. I just knew you were getting on my nerves about it. And it's just like, okay. And yeah, then, the peer pressure. Yeah. That, I done stopped now, a lot I of boys in school. I why. From- I was never peer pressured again. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not easily peer pressured. Yeah. If I do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know, so it was just like after that moment, then I look, you happy and smiling. I'm just looking like, why are you happy? Okay. <laughs> why is you happy? I wasted all this for this. Yeah. Like I did. I really, and I felt horrible. Like I yeah. felt really, really bad. And I didn't know that I had broken problems with God, but like something in me knew. Yeah, maybe the little you can feel it though. When you first have sex, you feel different. It's a different feeling that come over you. It wasn't a happy be switching. None of that. It was like I was ashamed. Like I just knew I did something wrong, and I should have waited. But that is why a lot of girls, um, what they call that, they act out because they don't understand it. And nobody tell them like, hey, you know, you're going to be different after this. Your life changed. Once you had sex, your life changed. They rebel. That's what it is. They rebel. They start acting grown, talking smart, thinking they know it all. And instead of you acting, thinking, you know, I've done something or why why say things like, oh, you fast for sex or she just is playing. Like, what the heck? No. You should have been on me and like, hey, did you? Yeah. Okay. Now after this, what? But what did you, you get? Did you a fast tail and all that? Did you hear that type no, of stuff? I wouldn't. I, I didn't get that you were fast because I never changed. What? I just got the. Oh, he just had play toy. Oh, he just. Oh, like, from your girl? Was it from girls family. at school? Family. Mm-hmm. I was like, why didn't you, as the person you are in my life, pull me to the side and see if I re- did it? Right. And then talk to me about it, like you said. Give me that talk, like, hey. Yeah. If you don't feel right about that, then you know there's something Girl, why you I thought you again. was talking about some kids at school saying it? No. You talking about Nobody family. even knew. Nobody knew I was having sex until I was pregnant. When my oldest son blew them away. What? Nakia? Yeah. I, Girl, I, I, what'd you say? They didn't even change. I've been the same person. That's what oh I'm like. That's why I'm like, I don't know what the be fast when you had sex. <laughs> like, I I've been me. I, and when I was pregnant, I was embarrassed. Man, so I'm, why everybody rubbing on my other classmates? Don't touch me. Like that is not cute. That I'm yeah. pregnant. I don't care. I like. I'm not going to go to prom. Like my situation is way different than yours. I can't go to prom no more. Mm-hmm. I can't move no more. Like yeah. I can't do the things that I wanted to do because my mom is making me prepare myself to be a mother. Man, that's crazy that you just said. You know that. what Could I'm you saying? Just do the loop because listen, <laughs> my first time having sex, I got pregnant. My first year of high school, I came my first day of high school big and pregnant. I didn't even get to enjoy high school. No. I didn't get to enjoy, like right now when we do our class reunions, it's like, y'all know I was only there for a little bit and was gone. You know, thank God they let me enjoy the class reunion with them with my class. My first two years in school, I was preg- I got pregnant my first year and my second year. Yeah. Ninth grade pregnant, tenth grade pregnant. It was just like I, I. It was like not even knowing. People just say, "Oh, but I am really like lost here, y'all." Yes, I'm lost, I'm lost. here, y'all. I don't Girl. know no better. 
But you think I know better because I'm in the 10th grade. No, you don't yes. know better when you're in the 10th grade. 10th grade, I'm supposed to be getting fussed at about my grades. Yes. Not, not sitting here preparing to be a mother. Girl. And I was embarrassed. Even though I, it was my 12th grade year, I was pregnant. But I just, it hurt it because I knew I was not going to partake in nothing. Right. No class trip, no prom, no after parties, no nothing. After. And you know, I didn't <laughs> even think that was cute. And I don't understand no. when girls be like, oh, you know, it's kind of. Girl, this ain't cute. Please. This is like the, a disease right now. Like, what are you saying? Don't come rubbing my belly in. Oh, you about to have what you about to have? And come on. It's nothing cute about this no. at all. I didn't even, when I was pregnant, I didn't think it was cute. I was just like, I'm stuck. I'm finna be. I'm finna be a mama. Be a mama. My life. And what do I, I know about being a mother? Yes. I don't know nothing. Of Girl. course I know how to. Keep a kid. Yes. I know how to dress a kid. That's nothing. That was second nature to me. But I did not know. I was not ready to be nobody's mother. My mama told me my life was over. She was like, when you have kids, your life is over. (laughs) Your life is over. They life begun. Like, you don't have a life anymore. When I got pregnant with my second one, my mama told me, you might as well stop going to school. Girl, yes. My mama no, stopped me from to say we're gonna make my, sure we get these kids. My mama going to said, since you having all these babies, you can stay home and watch them. I'm not watching nothing. Girl, I literally one day when she at the day after she said that, I called all around. I found this school called uh it was Orchard View. They had a, a program for girls. This lady named Wilma and this lady named um oh I forgot her name. That's another lady, but it was the Mother Goose program. Okay. We could bring our kids to school with us so I could finish school. Girl, they taught us how to be mothers. They We took parenting classes. We got our GEDs or high school diplomas, whatever we was going to get. And um, they just taught us the basics of being mothers. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn that from my mother. I learned that from a parenting class. Mm-hmm. And they actually taught me things that I use today, you know, how to look your kids in the eye when you talk to them and do all these things. Like they taught us how to spend time with our kids, take pitch family portraits, all type of stuff, like different stuff with our kids. So it was just like I didn't get to enjoy high school because I was in a parenting school with my kids yep. at school with me. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, I dang. Was, I was happy that I didn't have to do that. Now, Man. that is what I am happy that I didn't have to go through, trying to love the kid with me to school or to Ooh. daycare before school and all of that. But I definitely spent my whole senior year in school. And, I, you know, I just made a promise to myself that you're going to get, you just, you're going to graduate. You, you graduated? I did. Oh, I'm happy for you because, baby, I ain't even make it to that. I didn't have to do. <laughs> I didn't have my son for I the day after graduation. It. What? So while everybody was at the skip party, I was packing my bag, getting ready to go to the hospital. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. I wanted to go, but I couldn't because I was having contractions and stuff. So I'm just like, who want to go on a party? Gonna have. <laughs> I, yeah. If I just told you my ninth grade year, I was big and pregnant. So 10th grade, I was pregnant again. 11th grade, I was pregnant again. 12th grade, I was pregnant again. I was having my babies back to back. 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004. Literally four kids. My, graduated. Yes. So when I look back over my life, and I thank you, Jesus. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. I do not... Girl, I'm that girl. I don't, I put don't that on my know. Worst enemy. Man, like, okay. That's why I look at these little girls these days. I'm like, man, I'm like, <clears throat> I just wish you just. Oh, 
like, oh, this could just wait. Man. I'm not saying don't have kids. Kids are beautiful things. Yes, but, but they can wait. at the wrong time. Yes. It, it, it be an ugly thing. It do. Because you know? your life like, change. And I t- told somebody, and um, she was like, I like how you explained it to me. I said, only thing I was told was, don't sit up there and have no kids. Mm-hmm. Don't sit up there and have, that's not, that's not telling me nothing. Right. That's like, it's almost go have a kid. Yes. Honestly. Mm-hmm. And I was told, I was like, listen, kids can wait. They can. They can wait. I'm not, I'm not going to say can. don't have kids. Kids can wait. Just have them get married first. Yes. Because I broke it down and she was like, you putting it that way because she wanted kids. I'm like, baby, don't sit up and have no kids and be nobody baby mom. Mm-mm. Stuck with kids. Yes. I said, wait till you get married and you and your husband can raise this kid together. I know that's And can't right. nobody raise y'all kids for y'all because you're married. So this right. baby is not over here learning good things and then over here learning bad things. Because that bad going to outweigh that good. Yeah. And that child going to have to do a 360 and then be that person you what you instilled in him trust mm-hmm. me i know i have an older kid Ooh. that's an example of being here and there yeah you know what i'm saying i'm teaching him all the right things because i want him to be so much better and i have to do this but out of bitterness on the other end you teach him everything to go against what i say man Ooh. intentionally you Ooh. know so don't be that person get married first Mm-mm. i'm not i'm not gonna tell you don't have no kids that's too easy Get married first. Break the cycle. Man. And that's Your mama so can't tell you what to do when you're in a household with your husband because your husband going, uh-uh. This, uh, because right. this, this that's is, not they. Uh, this is us. You leave your mother and your father to do <laughs> They ain't going to come in my mm-hmm. home and tell you, me how to raise my kid in right. our home. Yeah. Versus them being, yeah, everybody got to say so at that point. It's too mm-hmm. many open gaps. Yeah. Definitely is. <laughs> you ain't. Well, I'm the, I'm the one buying it. Well, I'm the one doing it. You got all. It's it just be too much in the mix. Mm-hmm. Let me see. So now that we gonna went into moms, we we going right along. <laughs> okay, so you talked about your mom. I loved this part. Um, you said I've only seen you cry out of frustration, but I've never seen you depend on anyone but God. I thank you for being God-fearing and putting God as the head of your household. Your faith and belief in God have instilled, have instilled in me the desire to work on my relationship with him. Mm-hmm. That that was like some hope yeah, right there for me. I, I know. Said, Child, come on with the hope now. <laughs> you know, my mom ain't perfect, but she ain't all bad either. You know, it's a few things I wish I wish I wish she would have, but she wouldn't be who she was had she not been that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. um, it got to be a good parent. You got to have a good parent. I do was depend on God and just ask God to watch over us as God to provide you know what I'm saying I ain't never seen her ask our daddies for nothing. I ain't never seen my mom act no fool ask my daddies for nothing okay she just work hard and we church God mm-hmm. God you know what I'm saying and would I change the way we, no yeah. like I told my mom I ain't know it was for I ain't know you was hurt. Cause they not supposed I to ever show you none that. Of that you didn't you know suppose, you was supposed to I didn't know none of it but I was grateful I knew around every January February it was big. That's okay. all we knew. You know, now I know text time. But okay. still, you know, that's when I knew it was big and we appreciated that. Man, you know? that's, that's, yeah. man, you hit it on the head. You said, Mom, I'm a lot, I'm a lot like you in many ways. I am you in so many ways. I don't even, even think you have taken the time to realize that. I've totally replayed your life over in a lot of situations, not knowing this stuff carried over to me. 
I sit sometimes and hear myself sounding like you. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. And like, I, ooh, I sound like my mama. It, <laughs> and I even run home like you. I've witnessed I've witnessed you worked hard. I witnessed you work hard every day of my life with no complaints. I watch you get prepared to go provide for us daily. I never knew if you were tired. Although looking back at it on it now, I'm sure you were, but you never complained. You got up every morning, took your bath, and prepared for your day. Mm -hmm. I used to be sitting right on her bed watching her get ready for work, and I would sleep in her bed before she went to work. You know, I have my older brothers and sisters mm -hmm. at home, but I'm the little one, so I'm yeah, always in her baby. <laughs> I'm always in her room and watching her get ready for work, and you know, she'll be tired. But she, but she did got it. up and that work van mm -hmm. pull up, she gone. Mm -hmm. You know, then, hey, you make sure you come home after school. Da, da, da. And we did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I said, yeah, that was some fear. But you know what? You seen your mom really do it. I, it got to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Even though you're going through the right. bad stuff, it got to be a parent that's doing something. <laughs> you got to have somebody doing something. And just to see that, to hear how your mom was and how she still got up and did what she had to do because – as black women and mothers, we still got to get up. Well, like what they say, know, mama's baby, daddy's baby. <laughs> we got to get up and go. I got to go to yeah. work. Like and I, I got to take care of my babies. My dad hated he couldn't turn me against my mom. Man, never. It works with some kids, mm -hmm. you know, especially when I don't know what they yeah. do, but um, he couldn't. And he would always try to say, yo, mama put that, man, my mama ain't never talk bad about you. That's yeah. the crazy part. And that's why I be laughing a lot. Cause I'm like, little do you know? Oh man, got nothing bad to say about you. Oh, you said she got a lot of bad too. to say about you. Yeah, <laughs> but for what? Yeah, it ain't even ain't, worth it. It's, it's not. not. But my mom would always remind me, "He gonna need you mm -hmm. before you need him." Watch. Yep. Just watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said you didn't share a lot of things with me. It's like the older I got, uh, wait. It's like the older I got, put God. Wait a minute. I said it's like the older I got, put it on me to push it out of you. God put it on me to push it out of you. Mm -hmm. I wish you were able to experience life to the fullest. I wish your grandparents who raised you raised you taught you love. Yeah, she used to tell me because I used to be like, "Mama, how how are we so lovable and loving?" Right, and you not like she she didn't show through actions, hugs and kisses and stuff. Yeah, but we knew mom. We knew she loved us. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she ain't just tell us she we love you all the time. Yeah. And so sometimes I'd be like, I love you. Mm -hmm. She'd be like, I love you too. Like, <laughs> yo, is it weird that you said this to your kid? You, like, like, you know, you hit it on the head because a lot of people don't experience, and black families don't experience getting hugs. So to go back. parents. Yeah. She was like, my grandmother, and they was so mean. Mm -hmm. They didn't even eat out the refrigerator. And I had a baby. What? You know what I'm saying? It's just like I had to do what I had to do. I had to go, you know? So it's just like they didn't tell us they loved us. They didn't give us hugs. They was just mean. And they had money and everything. Are you serious? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it makes sense. But I see a lot of that have came out of her with grandkids because them grandkids be on her. Mm. They ain't got no choice but to. So they right. have, like, opened her up a lot, the grandkids. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. man. Mm, mm, mm. So I enjoy seeing them stress out for hugs and kisses and stuff and being up under. It'd be funny because she ain't got no choice but to do it. Cause like these are some look, they not gonna leave you alone. <laughs> I don't know, that's right. you know. So yeah, but we knew she loved us. Man, you to 
to see how you talked about your mom. You know, a lot of people, I do a lot of stuff like my mom too. You know, my mom, I got so many ways like my mom, like I can literally hear her. Like sometimes Ooh. I can hear her in my head saying stuff like, I'm like, how do I sign? And then I can say something and I'm just like, ooh, I sound just like my mama. Yes. Like, where did that come from? Cough and be like, ooh. Yeah. Sounds just like it. Like yeah. Because it's just like, it's scary sometimes how we pick Start up transforming those into. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy because, man, it's, man, you learn a lot from your mama. You do. You know, I've learned a lot from her. I got mm -hmm. a lot of her ways, a lot of her hard work and skills, and I thank her for that a lot. Because, yeah. you know, my dad is who he is, but he's a hustler. Mm -hmm. he gonna do that and yeah. that's one thing that I do like him mm -hmm. I'm gonna get up and get it tired okay. you know what I'm saying and my brother always reminded me he said you got two skills from your mom and daddy you you got a problem with your daddy and I get it but <laughs> I, you possess that hustling mentality from your dad for mm -hmm. sure <laughs> yes so on this on the one part you said I am um in your book is I am untaught that as I sit here and I think of all these people surrounding me that have my best interests at heart, my protectors, my advocates, back then, looking over my life, I did not have a lot of that protection. Mm -mm. So now we into adulthood now mm -hmm. when you say this. We we into adulthood talking me about... Me thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you just saying your village was small. My village was big, but it was small. You just didn't know what you had. Is that what it is? No, I knew what I had. They wasn't giving me what I needed. Uh, that part. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I knew what I had. Yeah. But I wasn't given what was needed. I wasn't given that push. Yeah. That you knew you should have did. I right. wasn't given that push to get to that next level. It was always everything that hindered me. Okay. Uh, A setback. Yeah. Or, you know, if I felt like this, why you didn't? Right. You should have. Like, right. You should have said I needed something. you. Yeah. Like, you know... I feel you on that. Yeah, I needed a lot of people that that wasn't there at the time of need. Yeah. The convenience? Yeah. The need? No. Hmm. So, yeah. You feel, do you feel yeah, me I, what I'm saying? I feel what you The convenience? Saying. Yeah. 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 Because it's always me benefiting you. Yeah. But the need, and I'm, when I'm crying out and I need you, like I need. You're not no. there. Nowhere to be found. You got this. Yeah. No, no I need you. Right. So it kind of, like, Closed me in a lot. Mm -hmm. And before I could say, God was all I got. God is all I got. I ain't got nobody but me. Mm -hmm. I got to do what I got to do. It was just I always know, me right. having to do it for myself. Now it's time for you to think for yourself and just block out. I can't use your advice. <laughs> yeah. You want to give me advice now? Now I'm molded into this person like. You ain't trying to hear. You ain't trying to hear nothing. <laughs> Because when I needed you, yeah, you couldn't do that. Yeah. So why I need you now? Why do I need your advice? You can tell me what you want to tell me all day. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I'm good. I know that's. Right. I had got real dark. I was in a dark space. I had gotten in a real dark space. Yeah. yeah I was, man. Oh. I I really read that <laughs> oh. in this book that I could feel that. I just wow. I just looked and like, oh Jesus, thank you. Okay. Like. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I can say is thank you because it could have been way worse. It could have. It really could have. Had he not had his hand on me, it could have been way worse. Man. So he must knew I always cried out to him to stay, to keep his hand on me. And that's one thing. That's why I know the connection is that I'm always, my heart always yearning for God. Mm -hmm. It's never my flesh because we always thinking yeah. in our flesh. But my heart always wants. 
yeah. talking, crying. It, it's never, it never lost the connection, even as a kid. Right. But I know more now. But your mama yeah. got you on that because, my yes. My yes. Kid, my kept us in church. Mm-hmm. I love going to church. Yeah, when church when got you... different as I got older, I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. That's when I really stopped going to church. Yeah. It got different. Like, mm-hmm. y'all don't have stuff for kids in church? It got real different. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't remember church being like this. Church was fun. You mm-hmm. know, we was learning about the Lord. And even as a kid, like, a kid can't learn on our level. Yeah. It was like, that just, like, went away for a while. And church got I think real tur- boring. That's when the government got in church. Exactly. <laughs> That was really? the government. They was trying to get them government checks, so they started speaking government. <laughs> Something. Something. But, yeah. But I've seen in here what you said. Being a baby girl out of five, I spend a lot of time with my older siblings. Little sisters are responsible for keeping you from doing a lot of regrettable things simply by the fact that most little sisters look up to their big sisters. What did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because listen, that ain't no little sister's job to keep the big sisters out of trouble. It's the big sister's job to keep the little sisters out of trouble. Some situations I feel like I've helped and saved my sister. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because yeah. you gotta think like I was their kid. Yeah. Before they had kids. Right. I was a baby. I was the one that just popped up off the blue. Mm-hmm. And they all having kids in high school is it because they was older yeah. and you was raised around like that kind of like cash situation mm-hmm. yeah he got all so I'm, I'm protecting y'all yeah. I'm feeling like i'm protecting y'all yeah. as a little sister but when it really should have been the other, other way around, around. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i'm gonna have to talk to cash about that <laughs> hey, 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 sure, you, need hey, you brother, need a little okay. brother <laughs> don't be too big <laughs> yes i seen you say a lot of stuff about your brother in here um one of the things that really stood out to me was when you said that your brother was always doing stuff to hurt you oh (laughs) yes girl when you said uh why did me grabbing your shirt make you knock my teeth out i said hold on wait a minute your brother knocked your teeth out knocked my two front teeth completely out my mouth are you serious yeah we were young we were just racing or whatever i don't know you know you know, you just wonder that, though. Like, what I do? Like, me grabbing your shirt really mm-hmm. made you that mad the way you knocked my teeth out of my mouth. Like, you know. Just, it's so, Man, it's so crazy what you remember when you were a kid. It's so crazy. The that was some that pain you, you can't forget. <laughs> you walking up to your mom like this. <laughs> oh, my God. It's With so, your hands blood everywhere. Yes. Just, and your mouth wide open like, oh, I know your mom was crying. She was. Oh, she was living. Killer. I know she was living. <laughs> you know, a he did wrong. Girl. Yeah, like, you could have pushed me. How old me was down. your brother? Man, I don't know how old we were, but we was living in the projects around that time. So we really lived. we was at elementary school, Man. We were four years apart. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this hit home to me when you talked about your older son. You said, "Sunshine, that is what I call you, my first but my firstborn son." Crazy how things turned out. The child whom you, the child whom you were left along with to care for meanwhile being an innocent but lonely lost confused bright loving daydreaming no potential young girl I wasn't sure on how to raise you meanwhile I didn't want to raise you neither neither did the man who groomed me into placing you in me that right there Mm -hmm. 
So is you saying that because you was young and you He was old enough to know better. Yeah. I wasn't. And you knew that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Gotta think I'm young. I'm naive. I'm just kind of just going with the going with the flow. Yeah. And like I say, unknowingly that you were groomed. Mm-hmm. You was groomed into having sex. I wasn't ready to repeat. I said I did it once and regret it, never done it again. Yeah. Yeah. And so as I sat around and sat around and sat around, time will pass. And then I done allowed to be groomed into thinking this is love, I guess. Man. <laughs> and oh to actually just sit and do it and boom, you're pregnant as soon as you first time like i was just blown away that i was even pregnant i didn't even know how i got pregnant i'm like how she but like, you what said you, you did not want to raise him either though that's how traumatized you were i wasn't ready to be nobody mama oh my god i didn't want to raise this kid i loved him yeah i did like i didn't want the responsibility and i was honest with myself like I, you loved, gotta it be took me it, it took i think my sister, but I also kind of resented her a lot for it too because I I needed her to to get him, but black folk answer, mm-hmm. your kid, mm-hmm. you say that you set up there, like, you laid down the house, even though how I got there, Ooh. like you just gonna say I was willingly there, like, yeah, of course I did, I laid there, but they didn't give you an option. In the midst of being there, it was just so much regret. Being in that moment at that time, I was like, stop, like because I knew I did wrong again, mid mid having sex i was like stop we ain't even doing this right mm-hmm. for one he ain't even got no condom on i think so I, that's that's wrong yeah all the way around i think i read something where you said that your um you didn't get an abortion because of your mom's beliefs my mom's belief yeah she put her beliefs on me yeah i didn't want to that that and blew i told me the away. doctor i was like she was like Girl, I was in that doctor's office crying, kicking and screaming. I was just like, I no, like, no, mm-hmm. like this. <laughs> hold on. Wait a yes. minute. What the, what I done done? <laughs> like, I didn't really, I have really messed up. You know what I'm Child. saying? My doctor was just looking at me. I mean, I'm ripping posters off. I mean, I was in there. I had a, what is it? A mm. panic attack. They call them. Yeah. I really had a panic attack when that lady told me I was pregnant. And she was like, she was just like standing in the corner, like, what? The? Oh my God. Like, we have other options. Like, we have abortion. I was like, my mom is not going to let me kill this baby. My mom ain't going to let me have no abortion. Man, because that... she didn't. She was like, I ain't kill y'all. Mm-mm. I mean, but she knew but, it was wrong but to but do to that. Take, right. Even but if it was my wrong, mind, it wasn't. It, it was wasn't not wrong yeah. because I, didn't, I was not ready for this, but yeah. I did lay in that bed. So I had to so I had take to, that hey. responsibility, yeah. man. I, 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 if I could change that rule, I would because I feel like women should really, really have an option and the say so in their bodies, regardless. You're right, but like, it's wrong. It is. I, I accept it. Mm-hmm. Like, it is wrong. Yeah. You don't take life on your own. That's not our job to take life. Right. God does that. Mm-hmm. That's His job. But you to, know what? I wish that more people stood up and took that child till you were in a better mind yeah, state to care part. for that child and I needed that because it gotta be options that. when I say options I mean 
somebody, okay, can you step in and get this baby till I get on my feet? Because I'm not going to have no more. Or can you can you help me out some type of way? Because it should be some type of option. And you know what? It That's all be. I was crying for. Was some, I just some knew help. I didn't want. I'm just like, can you just take him for? I don't want nobody adopting my child. No, yeah. I won't. No, no, I won't it know. wasn't to the point to where right I now. wanted somebody to come and get him. Yeah, or go through an adoption process. Heck no, I still was willing to care by yeah. all that. I just that I was not ready to be somebody mama, and yeah. I knew you could handle that. True. So I came to you begging and pleading, and you did not. Ooh, child. you did not. You told me to my face, "That's your baby." Man, it took me three years to accept that I had a child. Girl, I'm gonna tell you something that's crazy because when I look back and I realized me having them kids back to back to back and nobody was helping me, and here I am, I'm in my first marriage and I'm on baby number four, and my husband wasn't even helping me, and I went through the worst postpartum depression that you ever want to see in your life to the point to where I felt like I was going to kill myself. And that's maybe what I've been going through, but I didn't know I was going through that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just didn't untaught, don't know nothing. Like, Mm -hmm. nobody's telling you nothing. When I tell you, like, I'm so late on, like, a lot of help. Like, a lot. Because I've always just had to get up and do it, just do it, just figure it out, whatever. And, but my head, okay, learn from that. It's always just kind of been like that for me. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'll take advice, but it was never that concrete advice that I needed. Like, it was always something you're not telling me. It's something I need to know. So, which led me to just... God had to just. It was the way you know what yeah. I look at it and look at it is the way you raised, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you, your mom depending on God, and you seeing your mom depend on God. That's so all you, I knew we, you know, to. in white households, they would have been like, "Oh, you're probably depressed, honey. You probably have <laughs> postpartum depression or something." And they talk about that in white households, but in black households, honey, you need to get on your knees and pray. You need give to it to God. Hands, give it to God. Your baby sick. Yes, take them to God. Exactly. I mean, it's that's never, what you should do. Yes, but it's, it's never, like I need yes, some more. I yes. need you. Like I need your love. Yeah. I need your affection with this. But I you like, need to know what's wrong. What is going on with me? What am I going through? Help me touch base with this. Because, man, I promise you, back then, looking at it now, I know I had postpartum depression. I know I was depressed. Having four kids, going through all the stuff that I was going through, I knew I was depressed. But nobody said that to me. Mm -hmm. I had had an episode where I had took a whole bunch of pills accidentally. Because my day, I had four babies, so I had keep taking. I was taking care of the kids all day, cleaning up, washing clothes, and the day was getting so far ahead of me. I had a really bad headache when I woke up, mm-hmm. and so I took Tylenol when I woke up. So periodically through the day, I'm taking these. I'm thinking I'm taking a nap, but I'm taking these micro naps, and I didn't realize that I was getting up literally every hour because the kids wake me up and I'm back up and I'm moving around and going. We run on. Yeah. So much. And so I had wound up taking a total of probably about 10 Tylenols Mm. in a matter of five hours because I didn't get no sleep. I hadn't been getting sleep. My baby, the baby, baby was crying and all two, three of them was in diapers. It was just the craziest thing. You know, I was stressed to the max. You know what I'm saying? And I wound up passing out. And they want my grandma. I passed out. My grandma and them took me to the hospital. Uh, no, the ambulance came and got me. When I woke up, I was in uh, the hospital. Mm-hmm. And they had me on suicide watch, girl. 
they had a nurse outside my door watching me on suicide watch and i'm like what is going on like why i can't leave it like you can't leave here for 24 hours and you try to commit suicide i said no i did not i didn't try to commit suicide I, w- I wasn't even thinking about that i was thinking about getting rid of this headache i hadn't had no sleep and i'm studying trying to tell these people and they study trying to tell me honey we just had to pump your stomach with 10 tylenol Mm. I'm like, but was the whole bottle, was the bottle spilt out? Like, no. I was just taking it and not knowing what time it was. I wasn't even looking at the time. I was just like, this headache got to go like away. I said, kids that have you be so consumed. Yes. Like, oh, my goodness. Just, like, you don't even have a time to think. No. So you, was, you weren't thinking. No, and that's and what so I told I can it. relate so yeah. much. Yeah, and I told the lady, I'm like, man, I literally haven't had a nap, a, like some good sleep, like a whole, I haven't had like three hours of sleep since this baby was born. I'm literally running around. Nobody's helping me. My husband is at work. I'm doing this all by myself. And I don't have one baby. I got four babies. Mm -hmm. So this is like a, I was through, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nobody's helping me. And they actually had this, uh, they had these home aides that come to your house. Girl, they they just trying to be nosy. They don't. (laughs) That irritates my soul <laughs> do not come to my house mm-hmm. i told you i need a break right yeah come get them okay don't come to my house don't, don't come yes you. like that i'm like what oh no i might i can stay at home with my own child mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but you know what even my village i feel like my village should have stood up come get these babies y'all see me going through it and they like i'm gonna have some more like come help me i had help me get a break made a post on facebook about that and it just like ruffled some feathers but i couldn't worry about that because like i said in a black family y'all only advice why is y'all only advice always them your kids yeah kids well you the mom i know that okay i don't need you to keep telling me that i mean i'm only on a birth certificate i only carried the baby i know that but Mm -hmm. where's the support behind all that and you know in a white household and i'm not saying all white people people you know i'm sure they some do yeah but what i've seen Okay, well, me and Tom would get him for an hour after school every day before we take Haley to ballet practice. Mm-hmm. We'll get him on the weekends. He can come with us on Fridays, and we'll bring him home before we go to church. I know that's right. Do you know how much they got people through just yeah. to have, just to be able to go to sleep? Yes. I fractured my temple due to lack of sleep. What? You took 10 pills. I fell out. Dang. Just tired. Tired, worn out, and Dang. fractured my temple. Mm. Could have been dead. God still wanted me here. Okay. Your temple, you know, you die instantly. Yeah. You hit your temple. Yeah. And I have a fractured temple. Oh, wow. Man. Just running off nothing. We just run off mm-hmm. nothing. We run off fuse, literally. Yeah. And, and we, then we, we, we don't ever, we can't ever get a good diet going. Man. And keep a good regimen going because we always just overwork. We're overworked. But that's what we seen yes. as mothers. That's what we seen as women. We seen our mothers do and all I the work. Be like that. Yeah. And that's like, what made me different. I, like I knew this is not what it was supposed to be. <laughs> After all everything I've been through, I knew this was not it. I, all the hurt yes. I've encountered, I knew I deserve I wanted love. Like I knew I deserved love. I right. could have been I could have been a demon had I just went on ahead and just gave in all the things I've been through. You Man. know what? I like I said, I got into a dark place because number God get me up out of that. I know that's I depended right. on it. Took a minute, but I depended on him and cause You know what? And that's why these I do girls, have my dad in me. Yeah. But you know what? That's why these girls around here saying that soft life. That's why they want the soft life. 
Because it's hard being, it's it's really it hard is. having to take up everything Ooh, and do everything. All this by myself. Yeah, I don't want to do this by myself. I no. don't. I knew I did. I was doing it. I didn't want to. Mm-mm. You know. So it's just like I still knew, like mm-hmm. I wanted that and I deserved that, and that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna read something good in this book because <laughs> everything good. But <laughs> you said in the book, you said I had to recognize that it is not reasonable to expect full support from your friends and family all the time for every single goal you pursue. Yep. Now that part, baby, you hit that on the head. That should have been on the back of a shirt. Because what helped me understand that is, mm-hmm. like you said, you always chose the running guy. Yeah. It's not going to always be your family. And we feel like it is because you're my family. Man, mm-hmm. God have put some people in my life that I would never thought I'd come across. Like, mm-hmm. the help. That's why I tell people it's weird when I hear people say, oh, I don't like people. Mm-hmm. That That's not healthy. Mm-hmm. That's weird to me. It is. Because, honey, you need people. Remember, God bless you through people. Yeah. But you know what? I, I used to say that. I told you that. I used to say that I don't like people like that because I love everybody. Mm-hmm. And then I had to dissect that. I love everybody, but I do not like people. Mm-hmm. because people do certain things, certain things that I just don't agree with, don't do. care for. But, but I love everybody. But it don't go. stop me from having a relationship with nobody, though. Yeah. But I don't really like people like that. But I love everybody. Just know, I just... I care for you. Nah. But I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna say that I just don't like people. I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stick to my guns on that one. I done dealt with some things in my life to where I, I could it. truly, I could truly I say it. it. I could truly say it. But it's not that I don't like everybody. It's just like, it's things, it's it's the things you in know, the like people. their ways. Yeah. People ways. Yeah. So just say that. Don't Certain just say people, people ways. Just say they, their ways. But some people wear their ways. Mm-hmm. And it'd be bad. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, like, you ever seen, you ever heard the saying, um, uh, she pretty, but she got an ugly attitude, which yes. makes her ugly. Mm-hmm. Certain people wear what they do or how they are. You know what I'm saying? So it just, I just be like, Mm-mm. you know, I, there's certain things I can't deal with. But life will show you a lot from people. But you said this one thing that I really, really liked. I, I hearted it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it an emoji. Yes. I courageously pulled myself up, myself out of the black hole so that I could see how far my brokenness went. As a child, I believed my opinions and feelings didn't matter. I was molded to always do what was best for others at the expense of myself. And the reason that I liked it that is because that was me. Always doing stuff for others at the expense of myself, putting people before me all the time. That's why I didn't know me. But I learned a lesson from that. Mm-hmm. And I felt the lesson that you learned from that when I read that. Because... Once you realize that, you become greater. Mm-hmm. It's like you, it's like you be like, let me put on this armor. You like, you just put on the whole armor of God after that because it's just like, you know, now what what it has done to you. I know what it has done, and I know who I am now. Mm-hmm. So when I'm out and I'm getting these looks, they don't a lot don't a lot doesn't bother me anymore mm-hmm. at all. You know how we all be dressed up and everybody looking at us, so we get the second guessing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now you watching me, it's like, baby, okay. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. And you said that too. You I said, know it. You said when people see the light in you, they will try to distort Ooh. what God is trying to do. Baby. You, <laughs> I ain't see the light. 
And Man. that's when everybody had an advantage. Yeah. I didn't know a light was on me. Mm-hmm. But it you was didn't know it older was in you. In me. I didn't know it shined on me. Yeah. I didn't know it was around me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was under my feet. I didn't see the but shadow out of it. People did. Mm-hmm. Now I knew now I know people did. But it was always older people telling me, You got you possess something. You and I did. And when you think about it, it's like, dang, I do. Mm-hmm. it's time for me to wear that because I think God want me to wear that and I haven't been wearing that and right. that's why people now that I know who I am and now I stand up for myself right. now I speak up for myself right. now my no means this no this your glow up part of the yeah. book <laughs> so you know my no means no Yeah. and I've been a problem Right. and I'm fine with that I know because that's you right. can't access me mm-hmm. no more you said I found my voice and I no longer have to make excuses for the behaviors of others or my own Baby, <laughs> this is what I was in the book. I like, am yes, Nakia, unapologetic. Yes. Okay. okay, I know that's right. That that did it. That did it right there. Yeah. Um, at the end of your book, because I y'all ain't gonna tell y'all all the book. That's why I'm, I I want y'all to be interested. <laughs> that's why I'm going through it on certain parts. But at the end, you uh, said a poem from somebody. I don't read this poem before, but you said sometimes you must hurt in order to know, uh, fall in order to grow, lose in order to gain, because most of life's greatest lessons are learned through pain. And I've been through a lot of it, but I've seen a lot of good out of it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And you, this book blessed me for real because it showed me some things that I did not that I put to the side of my life that I that undealt with pain <laughs> undealt with things you know what I'm saying and just to be able to know that you went through all this and God done pulled you so far and brought you so far as the woman of God that you are now and seeing that you are not your past you are not your story you are something greater than that. Mm-hmm. God wants you to tell this story because when people oh, see child, you, I be telling it. <laughs> they nobody shut me up. Okay. Oh, I tell it. Yeah, I do. When, you know, and I just always put myself in a relatable. I think that's why I can actually like, I can relate to anybody. Yeah, I guess because I'm so not. I guess because I am so selfless, and yeah. I, you know, I'll, I've been through a lot. I even relate to guys a lot. See these yeah. little young men, they just be so lost and so hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of them just be really just want love. Yeah. You know, dealing with issues from their mom. And, you know, I always let a little young man know, like, you know, me and my son. And they looking at me like, what? Because you're so <laughs> cool and you said, no, me and my son. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Me and my son fell out. You know, I always just try to let them know, like, it ain't just you, you know. Right. Pray as God to send somebody that you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? stuff like that so i've always um even the guys that read my book they all they can relate yeah in a lot of ways that's why yeah. i say this book is not just for women it's for men too because it, yeah that father part stand out tall with mm-hmm. men and women yeah. you know even with a lot of even from family mm-hmm. dealing with your family and stuff like that so it's not just a book for women it's not a chick book it's right. literally a book for everybody it is it I really want is teenagers to read that book oh yeah because I, I told my daughter i said you got to read this because this because i know i can relate yeah. I can relate to a kid in that book. Mm-hmm. It's a kid right now, kids right here, right now, feeling just how I felt at that yep. age. Seeing the things I've seen mm-hmm. at that age. You're right. Going through, you know, so it's like. But this, you know what this this book made me do? Go more harder for my kids in a lot of ways. Because the kids, my two middle kids, my baby kids, should I say, they dad is not around, but they got my husband. My husband was a great man. 
He a great father. Cherish that. Yes. Yeah. And so just to know that he and they life and they have him instead of his peace. Yes. And it's just like I'm thankful for so many things. I told my husband the other day, I said, the Lord put this on my heart that don't wake up no more and be like, I got to go to work. I got to do this. We got to speak gratefulness as soon as we wake up. We got to say, I get to go to work. I get to do this. I get to spend time with my kids. Like I get like to something, but we ask yes, for this. Like, exactly. We ask for this and we're complaining. Like, yes. oh, I got to be there. But it's like, this is something on your own time. Yes. Your own, however you want it to go. Yes. And we still complain. You got to be grateful. I'm grateful for my thankful. boyfriend as well. You know, I watch how my daughter look up to him and stuff like that. And they do it. Like I told him, I said, you may think I just be having an attitude all the time. I said, but you don't even realize how much you make me smile. Yeah. And you don't even see it. Man. He's like, what? I'm like, I smile a lot. And you don't even <laughs> see. I said, sometimes I just sit and think of how Kayla was looking at you this morning. How she love when you do her hair. She's like, no, daddy gonna fix my hair. And that you, that's all I wanted. Mm. You know, I was trying to make somebody who didn't want to do it do it. And mm-hmm. you came in here selflessly and just like you do it. Right. So why would I keep sitting up here trying to go push them to be in a situation they don't want to be in? Right. And you willingly and love being in that position. So I thank. Mm-hmm. I thank you for coming in loving my kids. I yes. was like, don't ever, you know, he has his issues, but like I say, you know, and he the same way, vice versa. I like how you just came in and just, I said, well, to accept you, to accept what you got. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just brought my kids right. I said, well, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I got four kids don't mean they don't fit in. Right. You know, and we was talking about that this morning, how we don't hold marriage and stuff, positions to a standard. Mm-hmm. So, and that's crazy, you know. I'm like, people feel the type of way, but a lot of times the fathers aren't wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. You, so yeah, mm-hmm. we'll get into another subject on that yes. one. Yes, we got. <laughs> but we got we got five minutes. But in two minutes, I want you to let everybody know about your book and tell them why they should buy it because they already know why they should buy it on my behalf. <laughs> <laughs> well, my book is entitled "I Am Nakia Unapologetically." It's a biography. You can find it on Amazon. All you have to do is type in I am Nakia unapologetically and it will pop up and you will find it there. It is also on Barnes and Noble. The same thing. Just type in I am Nakia unapologetically. And I feel like you, I know you should buy this book. Okay. Yes, you should. (laughs) This book is, is real. Yes. It's raw. Mm -hmm. It's uncut. And I feel like a lot of people will learn from it. Um, mm-hmm. This is a book you can buy one copy and share with your kids yeah. and let them read. So they'll know that you're not the only one feeling this way, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe I want it to be a situation where I open up those conversations that exactly. you didn't have with your kids, you know, to be more open, like, Hey, this little girl just wanted, some, she wanted somebody to mm-hmm. lay it on her, you know? So it's like, right. even at a young age, I just wanted somebody to just give it to me. Like, tell me what's up. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, so, and it is a lot we, you know, we don't discuss in our family. And I yeah. feel like this book will, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, check it out. You're right. Y'all, I'm so glad that I had to get Nakia on here for a second time. <laughs> she had me scared. <laughs> I'm glad that I got to get her on here for a second time. And it's a blessing to have you here, period. Because me. good vibes. I feel always. like God doing something. Okay. <laughs> No, I don't feel I know he doing something. Mm-hmm. We don't know what yet, but 
I think it's something that I've been praying for that yeah. he's pushing you to be the one to do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't I can attention. feel that. I can definitely I feel because what that. a coincidence just pop out the blue. Yeah. And I was like, me and Carly was on the phone. Like we be talking like <laughs> every day for the last 10 years. But you know, pure love is just love. You yeah, know what I'm it is. And now that I know mm-hmm. what pure love is, it's like mm-hmm. everything don't have a motive to it. It seems right. like it because you have so much going on, but mm-hmm. to just downright know and just be clear of what God, paying attention to what God yeah. is showing you true, and knowing true. his motive and how he is yeah. will allow you to just accept it. Yeah. So, yeah. And y'all, y'all read y'all word because that's how you know who God is and what he trying to do. And you get to know him that way. I'm going to get better because she be calling. You read your word. I'm like, I'm feeling like she about to say, you need to get sit down and get in the Bible. I feel like that's, that's all right, what's y'all. next. That's all right, y'all, because when I start this women's Bible group, honey. I don't got no choice. Listen, y'all better jump on it. But what I want y'all to do for me is share this episode with your family, your friends, um, teenage girls that you know, because a lot of these things that we talked about, this is stuff that these young girls go through and they can relate to what we're saying and what she's been through. So please share this episode and um, listen to it again and again, if you need to, (laughs) it's something you can reference, but we, I thank y'all for listening and we are out of here.